Yeah, and if you look over here, that's a movie poster for a movie I did with Joel Olstein and Zig Ziglar and Darren Hardy. And, and as soon as those achievements happened, James, do you know what happened on the inside of me? What changed? Nothing. Did any of my anxiety go away? No. Did any of my fears go away? No. Did any of my negative self-talk go away? No. And so did, did after you say, having- Did you say, that's it? And now here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, everybody, guys and ladies, thank you for coming back to podcasting your global career. Really delighted with my guest today. But before I get into my guest today, I would like to just inspire you guys to please share this episode. I know there's someone out there who will find this content really, really valuable. And also, you're helping this show immensely uh, by sharing it with somebody you know. Today, we're in the great state of California, and we're visiting with somebody. This is the most unusual and just a wonderful person. You're going to love this guy. His name is Evan Money, and he has been married 29 times. (laughs) Yes, 29 times to the same woman, the same lovely Susan. And he lives life like no one else. He lives life on fire. Um, he goes after anything he wants, gets whatever he wants, and he inspires so many people that he runs into, including me in this interview. So I feel like uh, I've made a new friend, and we dive into some of the esoteric subjects that we love that most people don't even want to talk about. So he's an author, he's a speaker, he's a teacher, he's a leader. So you better strap up your seatbelts, because we're taking a ride today to the great state of California from the Music City to hang out with Evan Money. I think we're better off having just a quality discussion versus yeah. the typical answer this question and, and all that stuff. So but we got to bring some of you into it. So Well, that's what I like, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Um you know, I like, um, I don't really work with too many scripted questions because the Holy Spirit seems to always take the lead on these things. Yes. And, and you never know what's lurking around each corner, which is, <laughs> is kind of the beauty of everything, you know. Yes. But I, but I did want to ask you, and by the way, folks, our, our guest is Evan Money today. And this is um, just such a treat for me because of, um, as we talked a little earlier about all the things you built and you came from you know, not the silver spoon uh, situation. You came from some hard knocks and some struggles because um, I was really identifying watching how, you know, you came into to what you're doing now and very humble be- beginnings. Um, do you want to share a little bit of that, Evan, just for the ones out there who, who are maybe in that space right now? Well, that's a great way that you position that, James. So first and foremost, to the people listening you know, yeah, uh, Evan's story. Yeah, you were down and out. Now look at you now. Look at all your hair and you're so awesome. And, you know, James can, <laughs> when you see the picture, you'll get the joke on that one. Yeah. <laughs> What's really important for the people that are listening is understanding that by listening to this podcast, we can eliminate your pain and problems right here, right now. 
So the podcast is really about you listening. And too often I find that most podcasts are like mining gold, right? You got to get through a lot of stuff to try to squeeze something out. And even to the point where, and I will push back uh, and challenge some people's limited mindsets. I have people that are like, oh yeah, have you got to listen to podcasts as many as you can at two and three times speed so you can get through them faster. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, you know what? I don't want to get through anything. I want to get from. So there's no need to double speed this and do all this and blah, blah, blah. James and I are going to put on our scuba gear. We're going to have a deep dive discussion. We're going to stay deep under the water for a while. And if you want to get from, then you're in the right place. If you just want to get through and get to the next thing and continue on your life of pain and problems, then go ahead and click off this podcast and, and go pick up something else. But if you want to sit with us and go deep, we're right here. So I'm all ears. James, what you got? Amen, brother. Amen. I love it. Um, yeah. So, you know, just going back to uh, when, when you started and we don't have to go through, you know, any details, but you've built a phenomenal business. And I know you've built a lot of this, Evan, with the help of the Lord and your um, your connection with the Lord. And in that walk, like getting to where you are now. And and again, you're living from like you said, you live in the moment. But I'm very, very impressed with the fact that you put family and God before many things in your life. And I think that's the secret to a joyous life. You know, seeing that and seeing the, the love and, you know, just the overwhelming happiness that you have with the things that you do. What inspired this like to get you to this place where you're living like this, like every day, every minute, it mm. seems. Mm. Well, I want to go back to what you talked about, James, off air, but before the recording starts. So tip for any of those that want to start doing a podcast, always hit record, you know, beforehand, because the best stuff is the stuff. Oh, I don't want to put that out there and all that. But yeah. uh, full disclosure, and we won't put James on the spot, but James was sharing with me a little bit about his story. And like, man, it just seemed like forever. And so like, you know, man, what's taking so long? And so, James, your story is my story. So, okay. I, you know, and I and I'm working on myself because I like to tell people all the time, you know, people like, oh, Ed, you know, you got a maid, you live in this big fancy neighborhood and all this stuff. And I, I, I slow people down and say, look, the biggest room in my house is the room for improvement. That's number one. Nice. And so it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't end. And I think everyone kind of has that same story. I don't know anyone that has said, gosh, man, it. It just, you know, it, it happened too quick. I wish it would just slow down. <laughs> right? so we're all in that. I, I think it's, you know, I, I, my, I grew up in a very, uh, in my early 20s in toxic bodybuilding. So I have what's called body dysmorphia, okay. which means when I look in the mirror, I'm not able to see reality. My bride's like, oh, honey, you look so good. You're ripped. You're shredded. And I'm just like, no, I don't, you know, I don't look like this guy over there. I think all of us on this podcast have what's called time dysmorphia. Yeah. Where we think like, oh man, it's taking so long. That's like, not really. Uh, that's what was necessary, you know, to bring us along. Yeah. But with that, I, I want to go back to a, a great point that you made and, and help the people because it's like, okay, there's a, a challenge, an epidemic that we have, James. A lot of people have that are listening to this podcast is is and it's static thinking. Our human nature, because there's two 
states you can be in. You can be in a state of living in your human nature, which is fear, doubt, worry, pain, and problems. That's human nature, right? Human nature. Right. You want to see human nature? Come drive with me in Los Angeles on the freeway. You'll see my human nature come out. And, <laughs> you know, some guy cuts me off. I'm like, ah! Okay, reacting, yeah. not responding, right? Base human nature. So yeah. our base human nature clings to the static versus dynamic, right? Static. I want to stay the same. I don't want to change because change, any type of change looks like loss in the beginning. And as human beings, we have this giant fear of loss. So right. we cling to the static, right? I cling to the known. Known pain is always better than unknown blessings, because, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And you see this as you read the scriptures, James, you understand, like you used to think, you know, gosh, I thought Jesus was being callous when he asked these people, well, do you want to get healed? Yeah. Because they're so used to understanding that, wait, this known pain is going to go away. Like, am I ready for the unknown? Yeah. Ooh, what's going to happen if I can see? What's going to happen if I can walk? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to go to work and I don't know, and all this stuff. So we cling to the static. So most people listen to podcasts in the static mindset of, okay, this guy was down and out. Now he's up. Everything's great. Good for him. How do I get there? Right? Yeah. Like it's this arrival mindset. Right. Versus a dynamic divine nature mindset. Okay. So divine nature is the opposite of being in the grind. So I don't grind anything. I don't want to grind the gears of my car. I don't want to grind stuff. I'm in the flow. Right. Other right. people talk about, oh, Ev, you're crushing it. I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to crush anything or anybody. I yeah. want to soar, right? So I'm all about flowing and soaring and living in my divine nature where I'm responding instead of reacting. And it's really as simple as James like, okay, you're in this state all the time. Exactly, because I'm spiraling up versus spiraling down and just building on top of the next day and the next moment and saying, okay, how, how long can I stay in my divine nature today? Oh, right. you know, I find myself staying there a lot longer when I don't go drive on the freeway in Los Angeles. <laughs> so, hey, let, let, let's work at home instead. Hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. So it's not an arrival static. It's dynamic of like, hey, for example, people look at my bride and I's marriage. We're known around the world. We get remarried a different state or country every year. And that includes honeymoons. Woohoo! Right. So I have now been married 29 times. So I'm probably the first person you've ever interviewed that's been married 29 times. And so people say, oh, have you got this amazing marriage? It's so awesome. I want to come to your event to learn how to have a great marriage. And I tell people, I say, okay, yes, and... I have this amazing dynamic marriage and this amazing family, but I could throw all of that away today with one poor decision yes, or a few very poor decisions, right? Do you see how it's dynamic and it's not static? Right. Right. Okay. Static keeps thinking like, oh, if I just get there, I'm good. I don't have to do anything more. You yeah. and I talked about our spiritual growth, right? It's dynamic. It's not static. Yeah. You know, I laugh at people that, you know, I am, and I get it, but hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read the Bible one year and get through it. I'm like, for our talk about Bob Proctor, I'd rather spend that time reading one page and get from it. Yes. And get from it. And I realize that my spiritual growth is so dynamic that the more I know, the more I don't know. Yeah. And the more I want to dig and continue to grow and thrive and build. So all that's a long, I specialize in long answers to short questions, James, but I just wanted to get that that 
foundation in there for the listeners so they know kind of what's going on because this mindset of, oh, if I just get to this thing and do these five points, then I'll be good. And it's like, no, no, it's it's a daily choice. It's an hourly choice. It's a minute by minute choice. Uh, one thing that just came up, James, my daughter and I, I'm, I am, I'm the homeschool dad. So I'm working oh, wow. with her on, her on her chemistry. And again, going to Bob Proctor, it's in her chemistry book. This is so cool. In her chemistry book, it talks about the vibrations of everything on a quantum physics level. Like, right. hey, this, you know, whatever's, you know, iron, steel, wood, anything man-made, all the everything is have has a frequency it's vibrating at. Right. And so we've had some challenges with, and I know no one else here listening can understand with teenage daughters, you know, some teenage uh attitude <laughs> challenges. <laughs> and so I'll tell her, I say, okay, what kind of vibrations are you putting out? You know, do you want to continue to put out those negative vibrations? Or I'll just say, hey, let, let, let's change those vibrations because we don't want to be putting that out of, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So again, all of that long way around the block, but that's, that's a little bit so people can understand, right? It's a constant, it's a dynamic. So it's about, all right, how can I stay in these states versus this one and done static? If I can just, just get there, I'll be good mindset. Well, I think, I think one of the things that you have done is, uh, which I think very few people do, is uncovered your purpose in life. And, and that ties, I think, to the static behavior because it seems like if you have purpose, you can recognize the static and know what's more important. The, you know, the noise, you can just say, I, you know, I'm kind of done with that. I don't, don't really need that. It's not really doing anything for my life. But the purpose is so... It's so important that most people, I think, if you walk down the street and ask, like 95% of the people would just immediately say, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. I said, no, I didn't ask you that. I asked you, what is your purpose, not what you do? And people pay no attention to their purpose. They just like figure, I'm a robot. I was went to school for medicine, and that's all I think, do, and sleep, and eat. <laughs> it's like, but there's other things inside of you, you know? And so, so what you just described was really valuable in that the important things are not arriving. And you hit it on the head. Everyone thinks they're going to arrive at this place. And it's like, no, you're, you're, you might have hit a goal, but right away you, there's another ceiling and there's another floor. And you're probably not going to be happy just staying in that place. You're either going to go back down or you're going to go back up. You know, we, we can't like seem to just say, I'm good now. And it's, I'll just wait. Where's the Hearst? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that simple. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I'll share this with you because you hit on something. So um, I'm looking, you know, we're on the Zoom call, right? And so I'm trying to focus on you. But of course, my mind is directed towards my screen and what, what the viewers are seeing. But if you look at the back of me over here where I'm pointing, 13. that's my doctor degree. Okay. Your PhD. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look over here, that's a movie poster for a movie I did with Joel Olstein and Zig Ziglar and Darren Hardy. And as soon as those achievements happened, James, do you know what happened on the inside of me? What changed? Nothing. Did any of my anxiety go away? No. Did any of my fears go away? No. Did any of my negative self-talk go away? No. And so did, did you say, did you say, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just real. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I th right again, because I was in the static, like somehow the outside can change the inside. Yeah. And so it's just understanding in the dynamic, 
day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, I choose to say, hmm, am I going to listen to myself, which is never anything good, or am I going to talk to myself instead? Yeah. Am I going to listen to myself or am I going to talk to myself? And I'm working this out with my daughter. Again, teenage, she's 16, got all the, we homeschool and she has her different co-ops. And so she goes outside and lives life, but, right. you know, normal teenage stuff and just helping her understand. I was like, honey, you know, you're awesome and amazing, but you're not special with your anxieties. Like these anxieties that you're having are not just you, right? It's, yeah. Everyone that you talk to, everyone you're talking to is going, is more anxious than you are. <laughs> so, you know, it's understandable. Like you don't have a patent on this, right? And one, yeah. one fun story I heard from Isaiah Thomas. He's a, a old school, you know, 80s and 90s basketball player. He played with Magic Johnson and all that. Right. He was, yeah. you know, yeah, one of these legends, got in that Michael Jordan era. And they were at the 75th. Uh, you know, the big, hey, the, the top 75 players of all time, right? For the 75th year of the NBA. So, you know, Kareem and, you know, uh, Magic. And uh, they had all the new players like Dwayne Wade. And they had, of course, LeBron. And so you have these mix of eras, right? You got old school, you got middle school, right? Like 80s, 90s, right? Then you got the players of today. And so Isaiah Thomas is with Dwayne Wade. And he's... He's with Dwayne Wade and they're talking, they're doing stuff. And then, then Isaiah Thomas is talking to Kareem. Okay. And he's right. like, deer in the headlights. Oh my gosh, I'm talking to Kareem. Right. Oh, man, so yeah. he had this, he has this interaction and he turns to Dwayne Wade. He goes, Oh my gosh, that was Kareem. Oh man, I'm freaking out right now. Cause like Kareem was talking to me as a peer. Like, this is so amazing. And Dwayne Wade elbows him and he goes, well, now you know what it's like for me talking to you. <laughs> And I'm just like, that is so us, right? Yeah. Like we get so wrapped up in our stuff, not realizing that, man, that everybody, everybody's the same as us. Yeah. And so it's understanding, like, like you talked about, it's like, hey, I can either choose to, you know, the term, right? Oh, I'm over it now. Well, you're never over it. It's you're yeah. either living above it or you're in your base human nature of fear, doubt, guilt, shame, and oh, woe is me, and it's taking so long, and blah, 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 right? It's, it's, yeah. There's no static. It's one of those. So we're all down here every once in a while, but to your point, as you started the show, I realized the faster I can get out of there and get back to my divine nature, the more joyful, more blissful everything becomes. So it's about what tools can I use at different times to keep me in that divine nature? So, you know, when I, you know, the tool that I'm on the freeway, right? When I'm reacting on the freeway, it's a little too late to grab right. the tool. It's like, oh man, okay, but let me get back, right? So yeah, that, again, so there are some other tools, but it's all, for me, I, I like to focus on what I call, and I learned this from Tom Brady, but I, what I like to call prehab versus rehab. Okay. So most people in a static mindset, right? They have a fight with their wife or they're having all these issues and they go, well, okay, now let's go to counseling. Well, yeah. instead of doing that, what if you said, hey, before the injury happens, instead of, hey, I'm going to play football, get hurt, go get surgery, do rehab. Well, what if I did prehab so I wouldn't get injured? And so I wouldn't have to have surgery, right? Yeah. So for my bride and I was like, hey, what could we do? So we don't end up having fights, being angry at each other, having all this stuff, and then you know finally go to counseling, right? What if we, on the front end, 
we figured things out. So instead of, hey, I'm mad at you for a week, that could that we can compress that down to five minutes and then it's five seconds. And then it's like, hey, I'm not even gonna react to that yeah. because, hey, that's not gonna get me what I want. So it's just about how fast can we get out of that state into this state and using whatever tools and whatever abilities we can. And the biggest tool I realized was, hey, prehab is way better than rehab. If you're in front of your computer right now, log in to evanmoney.com and be prepared to be impressed. Also, check the show notes for all the ways to connect with Evan. Let's get right back to the interview with Evan Money. Yeah, and you, you're too busy planning weddings to get, even get, get upset with each other. That keeps everybody <laughs> happy, you know? <laughs> yeah, you not, have, not busy because that's, that's a cuss word for me, but intentional. Intentional, intentional okay. I, you, it's funny, you read my mind about the tools because I was just about to ask you, is there any specific tools that you use um, for yourself to keep you self-aware? Because that's one I feel like it's a backslide. It's really, um, it's really difficult to not get wrapped up. Um, you know, busy work or frustration or something going wrong or computers breaking or whatever. You know, it's just life in general. But it's really, um, I try to te teach people about the power of self-observation and watch how you react to things. But sometimes it's easy to take your eye off the ball and, you know, you're multifaceted, you're multitasking, your multi-personalities coming at you. Um, is there anything that you use that is um, very helpful to you to keep your mindset to do all the things you just described? Oh, absolutely. So when you say which tool, it's all of them. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, okay, so for the listener, like, all right, give, give me something to grab onto. So I'll talk about a, a quick and easy, like, Boom, in the moment, but before you get there, again, I want to I want to really ground this prehab mentality, right? Because you said it, right? Once you react, it's too late. So if yeah. you look at really going from, okay, my life is either a mess, my life is okay, hey, my life is good, to like, hey, I want to get to greatness, right? So right. greatness starts with the prehab mindset. So, okay, how can I set things up and create these guardrails so I can choose keyword responsibility, which if you break down responsibility, it's the ability to respond yeah. versus react. So I like to tell on myself because my biggest area on growth is traffic, right? And getting right. around this stuff and da, 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 da. So it's like, okay, how do I create these guardrails so I'm constantly responding before I get to a reactionary mode. And, and one tool that works for me, and I, I've been using this one a lot lately, it's an instant grounder. Uh, I read a great book by Bo Eason, and I was able to kind of, it's fascinating. I, I love reading books from non-faith-based people that yeah. quote scripture and talk about faith. <laughs> because <laughs> they're like i can't deny this truth so i gotta put this quote in here i gotta put yeah. this thing in. so i and again i'm i'm not aligned with some of the things he talked about but i was like okay what can i get from this book and how can i put it into to my world and how to shift this and what one of the big things his thing is about you know i translate it into greatness right how do we get to greatness and so yeah. uh there was a, a health challenge that my bride had and i was with her 
and I'm in a reactionary state because we're, we're kind of knocked out of balance. Like we're like the super healthy, super organic, clean eaters, all of this stuff. The last time I was in an ER was 20 years ago when my son was born. So my bride had, a, had, a, had to have emergency C-section. So we ended up finding ourselves in the ER and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like just walking in, right? The, the room is just poorly lit. They have two TVs with the news on. We walk in, not feeling great. And they're talking about all the rapes and murders. And I'm just like, oh my, like, get me out of here. So I had to calm down, ask the security guard to turn the TV off and like put all the stuff in. But I found myself sitting there. Every fiber of me, James, wanted to just pick my bride up and bolt and like, let's go home. Let's get out of here. But her body needed what only Western medicine could provide in a, in a trauma state. Like some people are like, well, are you Western medicine or Eastern medicine? Well, I'll tell you what, if I get hit by a bus and my arm is shattered, I, you know what? Herbs are only going to do so much, right? Like right. we got to put the bones <laughs> back together, right? Let's use some Western medicine know-how, put everything back together, and we'll put the herbs on top, right? It can be a yes hand. So, so we're in this moment, and I had this clarity moment, James, of grounding. I said, because if you want a better life, you simply need to ask better questions. So right. why me is not an empowering question. That's not going to help me. Right? Yeah. That's going to keep me in this base state. So I asked a better question. I said, what would the world's greatest husband do in this situation? And that instantly grounded me. That instantly got rid of the distractions, Get got rid of why me. And I was like, okay, well, what would the greatest husband want? Okay, he would advocate for his bride. He would let her lay and sleep on her shoulder. He would fill out the forms for her. He would do all the stuff. And so basically about every 10 to 15 minutes, I had to ask myself that question. What would the world's greatest husband do? Yelling at the nurse is not helping yeah. <laughs> right? But engaging and saying, hey, how can we position this over here? What can we do over here? Getting upset and getting, uh, you know, time frame, right? Like, where are they? They're taking too long, right? That's yeah. not helpful. So <laughs> the question I kept asking, this tool can be used all kinds of stuff. But for me, it was what would the world's greatest husband do in this situation? And so instantly yelling at the nurse is not an option. Instantly right. getting frustrated is not an option. It's like, oh, okay, okay. And then in some business situations, like you talked about, right? Like if you're in business, for all those entrepreneurs that are listening, if you're in business, my daughter, again, I have a son and a daughter. My son's 19 and, you know, he's uh, moved out, you know, had an adventure East Coast and has come back. But again, I'm talking about my daughter because she's still here, right? And we're still responsible. Right. So nice. She's really into horses and I knew nothing about horses. Blessedly, we live in a, a very prolific horse community. So there's these you know stables everywhere. Right. But as I'm learning about horses, James, I discovered that, and we've been to high-end stables, low-end stables, country stables, private stables. I've been to all kinds of stables, right? <laughs> and I noticed that the only stable that's ever clean is the one that doesn't have a horse in it. And so people that are entrepreneurs are like, oh man, if I can just get past this issue, I can get just a bit static thinking, right? If I can just get past this, past this. It's like, if you're an entrepreneur, you need, you know, you get to learn to love the horse. Right. Because it's always there. And so it's a matter of like, okay, this is just part of it. So, hey, it's raining. Now I got wet runny horse poop. Okay, we're just going to yeah. need a different shovel. All right, let's go over here. Let's go over here. I'm on a board for a dynamic, groundbreaking private equity firm that is like 
groundbreaking, doing some really cool stuff. And sit down with the CEO. He has it on the board, and he's he's really good about asking the board for help. And you know, he's just constantly like, okay, once we get past this, and once we get past this, and I always remind him, like, yeah. And then next week, next month, there'll be more, more horse poop. And it's like learning to love that, learning to love the process. And you see that a little bit with Tom Brady and like, okay, how long is he, is he going to play and how much time? And he learns to love practice, learns to love all of these things. And so understanding that from the mindset, that's the tool, right? Of like, right. hey, if if I'm not willing to learn to love horse poop, it's time to get out of horses. <laughs> okay. Right. So if I'm complaining about this entrepreneur thing, right, then it's like, okay, well, that's not going to work because that's just going to bring you pain and problems. Or this, you know, the entrepreneurs that go like, man, I sure miss having a paycheck. I wish I was back over there. And then they yeah. go back to the job and go, man, I hate Boy, this. Me. I want to be free again. I want to be an entrepreneur, right? And they, they right? It doesn't matter, right? It, it's a it's different kind of horse poop, same poop, yeah. right? So, right. So the, again, the mindset is like learning to love the process and then grounding yourself into that with better questions. So what would the world's greatest entrepreneur do in this situation? Yeah. What would the person who loves their life and loves their business do in this situation? Uh, he probably wouldn't yell at the client who's, you know, wants, wants a little extra or had a miscommunication. Uh, he's probably not going to yell at the girl in the Philippines is on the customer support line, just trying to do her job. Right. <laughs> like my kids still laugh at me. They can tell when I'm talking international and I'm just like frustrated. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what my problem fixed. And, uh, so it's, it's amazing that you're bringing this up because these are valuable tools. And I've shared with people about the blood test. One time I said, I just went in for a regular checkup and, and it was, uh, you know, fast in and out, people just zooming in and out and you just sit down. And the woman who was doing it was so um, just so programmed. She didn't even look up. She just named and I stopped and I said, what's your name? And she turned and looked at me and said, my name's Janine. And she just gave me the biggest smile. And, it, you know, I always say it wasn't that I asked it was no one else asked mm. because that elicited that reaction because, you know, we treat each other like, like, you know, we're just a dumb animal sometimes. And, and just like, that's a person there sitting there and she's taking care of you. You can at least, you know, make it palatable for the few minutes that you're sitting in the chair, you know? Yeah. But, now, but, and real quick, you, you said something that's so key. We do that to others. We also do it to ourselves. Yes. Yes. We, we treat do. ourselves like a dumb animal. It's like, wait a yeah. minute, I'm a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I have three minutes and nine seconds left in this interview because um, my card got hacked. So it looks like Zoom is looking for their upgrade, which I'm I'm already signed up for. And I bet they don't have the new credit card. So so if it clicks us off, it's not it's not us that's leaving. Um Oh, we got a part two. That's all right. We, 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 I would love that. I mean, I mean, uh, I feel like we could jam for uh, a long time. And, uh, um, well, I love how you blame it on Zoom. It's really like, well, Evan keeps talking too much. So no, no, I love this is an easy interview for me, man. I just like, uh, I just interject once in a while. Um, I will share one thing I, I did have to, to be quite candid and honest is, uh, I had a situation with road rage on that. You know, somebody was on my tail and they drive like maniacs um, outside of Nashville and they came up and they, they were just so aggressive. 
and I pulled out to go go past this guy and get in front of him, and I cut somebody else off. And I shared this on one of my podcasts. I go, yeah, here's your Christian chaplain, all about lo- peace and love, and look at him. He's like, <laughs> like a nut on the road, you know? Uh, so we're all, we can all become victims uh, of our own surroundings. So that's why I wanted to dig a little bit about tools on how to help all of us collectively uh, in getting through this life with um, as much grace and forgiveness and kindness as possible. So the tools are, are you know, so appreciated, Evan, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the one tool that I use in traffic a lot of times, it's helped me now at this stage. Again, once I get reaction mode, right, then I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? One thing that's really helpful for me is I'll ask myself, well, where's this coming from? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm not worried about the guy that cut me off. I'm not worried about, I'm like, yeah, where is this coming? Yeah. Yeah, what? And then uh, I can I can follow the I can follow the root, right? You've heard, you know, chaplain yeah. terms, right? You can deal with the fruit all day long, but let's you get to the root, we're going to be back in this situation. Yeah, because it's never about the person. I said, how can I get angry? I don't even know this person. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, it's, this is silly for me to have anger towards a, a steel vehicle with somebody yes. in there. I don't even, I can't even see them, you know? <laughs> and I'm getting all emotionally attached to them. It's like, hey, I'm doing this with this person. I, you know, <laughs> so, so, you know, a lot to, a lot to uh, learn for all, all of us constantly, you know, how, how to uh, control our behavior. And, and, and it's always our reactions and never the event. It's the way we reacted to the event. Yes. Know? So brother, this is, this has been fabulous. Um, uh, I don't know what else to say other than, you know, I really admire your spirit more than anything, um, the way you've done things with your life. And it's just a, such a joy to talk to you. And, and I feel the vibe and the energy. And I feel so, um, uh, so uh, fortunate that we had a chance to connect like this. So I hope we can do this again for sure. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks once again for being here on Podcasting Your Global Career. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please check out the show notes to support the people we put on this show. Also, if you're digging the show, forward it to a friend. And you can also subscribe to us in the Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate it. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Take a ride with me Ride on, ride on We can untangle all the mystery If wishes were windows I'd open one and find That freedom is really A simple state of mind Taste the breeze.
lover's destiny I'll take you places That you've never seen I'll take you places That you never dreamed I'll take you places That were pictures in your mind I'll take you places Just 